0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.
1: Happy New Year! Happy New Year, everyone! Happy Sorry to late! big hugs 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 group huddle oh season three season
0: three here we go we don't know what that means because we've really actually only accidentally done season one and two
1: yeah so I don't let's find out what it means (laughs) there's no logic to it I don't even know how many episodes we had in the in the last season I don't know but I want us
0: to do a hundred before we faint
1: (laughs) me too (laughs) producer Paul decides on the season cuts I guess I don't know
0: God bless Paul. Happy New Year to Paul. Happy New Year to Paul. Happy New Year Although to Paul. Although I haven't heard from him in a few minutes. So he no, may be neither finished. He might be done with us. <laughs> he's, we just might go, be, uh, he's just pure ghosted us.
1: <laughs> we might be drifting at sea with no help coming and we don't realize it yet. We'll survive. We've yeah, been we through will. worse. We have. So how was a wild, wild end of December, hasn't it? December was actually
0: like a fuck show it really was like it was mental like you and i were just running on steam yeah as people and then in every other way i know and then we both came to england and it didn't get easier
1: no then it everything ramped up and then the real drama began every light
0: on the dashboard switched on and it was blinking
1: (laughs) We'll a bit. <laughs> oh, and now I don't even know what hit me. I just got back to L.A. day before yesterday. I don't even know what time it is. I'm on such jet lag and um, I have. Oh, my seen- God. You're just so jet lagged from your international travel. Abroad. I am mm-hmm. it was so tough getting through customs. Um <laughs> but I'm so happy to see your face. I haven't, seen, I you know, I haven't sp- seen you in ages before Christmas. And there's so many things that happened along the way that I thought, Oh, oh, I got to tell Annabelle. Oh, I got to tell Annabelle. And now you and I just don't even have the energy to properly catch up. So we just hit the record button and said, fuck it.
0: Yeah. We just, I just was chatting with Lucy a bit before and i was like i really want to tell you about everything but i can't be fucking bothered i'm literally tired i was tired from experiencing it and i don't want to talk about it
1: so, exactly it'll come out in the coming weeks don't you worry everybody yeah
0: bitch if you're listening it's going to come out in the coming fucking weeks yeah
1: season 3 i'm not really
0: talking i'm not
1: talking to anyone you guys nothing like that happened to me i just wanted the drama <laughs> We always have to make our lives more exciting than they really are i mean come on who wants yeah. to listen to that who, who wants, wants to listen truth? yeah who wants to listen to two broads going oh yes i had a wonderful christmas it was just super peaceful and was just so really it perfect. was just it was a blessing you know i'm just blessed
0: i'm so <laughs> grateful for all the gifts of 2021 and now that 2022 is here I'm just ready for a new me
1: I'm ready to move into a new energy and step it up and live my best life in every way it's the
0: it's the year of the slut
1: and I'm ready
0: (laughs) actually what year is it in the Chinese calendar I don't know let's find out what year is it what year is it in the Chinese calendar it says that it says that it's the rooster year. I feel like it always <laughs> says that. Last year it was the rat. It was the ratty. What year is it in China? Four seven one nine. Oh my god! Why did I look this up? I'm so confused. Twenty twenty two is the year of the tiger, which lasts from the first of February twenty twenty two until twenty one January twenty twenty three. Okay, so it's the year of the ox, you guys. You just said the tiger. No, I said the rooster. You've said three animals. Which one is it? Oh, can someone just write in and tell <laughs> us which one it is? <laughs> Listen, listeners in China, what write kind in. Of year, what does this mean? What year is it? The year 4715? Four, four, Why do you keep Am saying 4715? No, but in China, it's different. Oh, Chinese Chinese like anyway, this doesn't matter. It really doesn't. This is me just being an idiot. I just was curious. Like guys, I think it's the year of the um,
1: it's the year of the tiger. The year of the tiger. Yes. Roar. Roar. Tiger, best your best tiger
0: roar right now. Roar. Uh, that's all I've got is a roar. Have you got anything that you want to share with me? Any Um, thrilling updates? Any?
1: Since uh, you're not going
0: to talk about your...
1: (laughs) Since I'm not going to talk about the truth, uh, let's see. What can I fabricate real quick? No. um, (laughs) England was lovely. Of course, I always love being there. It was magical. I spent a lot of time at castle ruins, which I always force everybody to go find ruins with me. So that was thrilling like what do you do when you're at the ruins are you just like wow I'm feeling the vibe (laughs) (laughs) I cry there's a lot of crying that goes on Uh, there's a lot of why why
0: why do you cry about it (laughs) especially if you're going I've seen you on there going to one every day what you're crying about it every day
1: every day yeah because the it's very overwhelming for me why you know, Annabelle, it's just a past life thing, okay? I like wouldn't
0: understand <laughs> the past life.
1: Thing. <laughs> I just don't get my connection to castles. Um, I don't know why. I, um, I I feel I feel I have a connection to that type of place. And it's overwhelming. I don't know. I mean, I'm obsessed with anything historical. I have to touch the walls. I'm like hugging pillars. And <laughs> you're one of those people. You'd fucking marry a castle if
0: you could. <laughs> Some bitch married the color pink recently. There you go. Yeah. She married
1: the color pink. You were I can marry relate easily. Yeah. I'm licking the stones. I'm it's intense. you're not. And Will just says, oh, I'll be by the car when you're ready. And I just. You you don't actually lick. You don't actually lick anything. Listen. Oh, my God. You're not answering the question. That means that you do. He took me in Wales to Pembroke Castle. And there was a. Don't try and justify
0: it. I can see you doing the classic. L.A. fucking set the story
1: up. Here's why what I'm about to tell you is is great and you're going to love it. No, I'm I'm shooting off to another topic. I went into this room in this tower and there was a jail cell where they would drop people down through the floor. That was the only way to get in and out was this Mm -hmm. hole in the floor and they would drop people down about 10 feet. And there was a plaque there that said that a man was kept there for seven years. With no sunlight, and you just think it is unimaginable the level of barbaricness in this world. And those oh, are your it- people, Annabelle. Those are your people, the English. Okay.
0: Well, back then we wouldn't have been English. We would have been like all sorts of types of things.
1: We were in some churches and saw old writing, old English writing, and it is unreadable. A lot of it. It's crazy to think that we wouldn't understand if we heard them speaking 800 years ago. Well, you
0: lot barely fucking understand English as it is. I know that's That's true. Speaking of past lives, Lucy Walsh told me once when I was cooking her Mexican dinner that you didn't like Mexican food anymore because you felt that when you and I were in a past life in Mexico, I killed you. Yeah, by strangulation. Yeah, I stand by that. I have never been to Mexico with you in this life, this life, (laughs) or any fucking life. So how dare you (laughs) accuse
1: me of foul play? Any type of this kind of behavior. I do feel like you did take my life in another life, and I'll
0: fucking take it in this one as well, bitch. So you better watch.
1: listen enough about me and my castle obsession what have you done
0: in december that's made you really happy did you lick the wall in the gel cell? no <laughs> just nibbling on sort of like moss just, just from s- the wall, sucking of- on
1: some stones
0: <laughs> you're a real freaky
1: bitch i love castles i love them I bet there is a reason why. I bet there is why a reason. Been... There is a reason. I mean, um, I, I can't say it seriously right now because everyone, you know, you're making fun of me. But there is a reason. <laughs> a... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you guys,
0: this season. This season you might just be I one believe. episode. You know what I believe in past lifestyle. I know. All I, I, know. That, I live for that shit.
1: I know. I've been obsessed with England since I was little since before I ever went there. And every time I'm there, I feel like I'm home and I much mm-hmm. prefer life over there to America. And then even the, the, the colors, the colors when I'm, when I'm looking out and it's the green with the gray sky and the stone of the, of a, like a castle, whatever, just that to my eyes is like something clicks in for me and it's like, I recognize Mm. it and I'm, and I'm home and it's overwhelming. It brings, it brings up a lot of emotions. And I have had experiences where I've gone to a place and I remember it. And I, it happened to me in America once where I went to a place and I remembered it. And I was telling the tour guide how the property looked and how the rest of the house looked. And I was right. And I had been there. I just knew the. I knew the place, and that happens to me in England too. Some places won't mm. affect me as much, but one castle in particular that I went to in Wales, I knew it, and I walked down there and stood there for like an hour and a half, just letting my eyes feast upon that again, mm. if you want to say. And and uh, I don't know if anybody else is. Felt that, but I have a post on my Instagram, a Welsh saying, and it says, I'm not sure how to um, pronounce it. Kiraeth, H I R A E T H. It says, a spiritual longing for a home which maybe never was, nostalgia for ancient places to which we cannot return. It is the echo of the lost places of our souls past and our grief for them. It is in the mm. wind and the rocks and the waves. It is nowhere and it is everywhere. I can't quite put yeah. it into words, but we've all had that experience, whether it's with a person or a place. Have you, um, yeah. do you know I what I'm talking so. about?
0: Yeah, that feeling, that word, that Welsh word, I can definitely, the description of what it means, I definitely feel that. But yeah, I've definitely been places and been like, wait a minute, wait. Yeah. <laughs> why yeah. does it feel like this? This cottage, really, really, really. Yeah, when we got here, we were both like, Why does this feel like
1: we've been here? Is that why you keep returning to it? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Why you won't leave? (laughs) Do you have a sense of how many lives you may have had in the past? I don't. I think that I have died in battle a lot. I'm absolutely obsessed with battle. Battle movies, being a man, fighting. I definitely know that I have lost my life on the battlefield and at sea. I know I've been at sea a lot. I think I've lived mm-hmm. a lot of lifetimes as a man. And I'm reading a really interesting book about all that at the moment called The Journey of Souls. Oh. I think I mentioned it last season on the podcast. Oh, yeah. That book. Okay, go cool. off. But It talks about how souls prefer to live lives as males or females and they switch back and forth, but sometimes you choose one over the other more often. And I'm drawn to male lives that are rough. I know I've had a lot of those. Uh but I I don't I can't really say if I'm a younger soul or an older soul. Everybody wants to say they're an older soul, right? But I, I really don't know. And When you're saying I'm an older soul or a younger soul, we have to remember that it's not about being better than anyone else. If you're an older soul versus a younger soul, it's completely different and we can't even fathom what it actually means. But how do you feel about it for yourself? Yeah, I
0: think I've lived. I don't know how many, but I think I've lived many lives all as women. And I think I've been. I think I've had pretty savage lives like I think it's been violence death I think I've been killed a lot Mm. and I think that this life isn't about that and was never meant to be about that Mm. Um, I feel like this life is the end of some kind of journey that my soul is doing because of the experiences I've had and also the massive changes and shifts that I have felt, you know, as I said, last, last season about how I felt that my soul's purpose and journey massively shifted. And I said that that
1: can happen during a lifetime.
0: Yeah. yeah, I massively feel that I feel like I was on one path Mm -hmm. and it's just, yeah. And I think that that's changed the outcome of a lot of different things. Like, I think that I've had like a rip roaring time, you know, I don't think that it's been like, eh, sad. like, I feel like I've sort of gone down singing and swinging every single time. <laughs> and I think that this life isn't meant to be that. I think this is the first one that's not that. And mm-hmm. maybe the last one, I don't know. I'm quite tired. So if it could be potentially the last Last.
1: one um (laughs) if anyone up there is listening I'm ready for rest now I feel like that too sometimes I'm just like I don't want to go through this again this is I'm I've had enough I get it (laughs) I want to get off (laughs) stop the
0: ride (laughs) That's what I think about passing lives.
1: Yeah, well, you and I both know a lot about it, and it it takes courage, I find, for me to like speak about it seriously because you feel that people joke about it.
0: Oh yeah, people are going to think you're a wanker and you're mental and all of that stuff. And guess what?
1: I don't care. Don't be jealous just because you can't remember your past life. That's right. I mean, shit. (laughs) Children remember more than we do. I went up to my mom's friend and I said, you were my mother when we were Indians. (laughs) I was three. She said, okay, let go of my leg, little girl.
0: (laughs) When I was a little girl... I used to know music that was that I would have never heard before, specifically from like the 20s and 30s. Yeah. And that used to freak everyone out massively. And then sometimes when I was sleeping, I would like speak in like a tongues type language, Mm -hmm. which would really frighten everyone. (laughs) Spooky. It's a spooky baby. Send it back.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Send her back. Well, we're always supposed to believe children and support them so that they don't feel like freaks because the older they get, they just stop talking about it because adults will tell them they were dreaming or they were making it up. And then you Mm -hmm. learn, you learn as a defense, just not to talk about that stuff. And I think that has stuck with me into adulthood, even though I've known about it and felt it my whole life. And I'm sure most of us have but you just I wonder how many
0: um how much has been lost in that process a lot of like our history of so many things and just even in a smaller way how much children do just stop kind of sharing and talking about thoughts or daydreams or magical thinking or yeah um joy or sadness and to kind of go along with what is being prescribed to them as like, this is what we do and this is what we don't do. And you're um, so
1: right. And unfortunately the next step after stopping talking about it is that we stop remembering and we stop feeling. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I feel a massive return to that. there's like an energy that I felt as a child that has come back. Me too.
1: Um, it didn't, didn't come really back until that. my thirties. It, it was not available to me in my twenties, mm-hmm. but in my thirties, it started to resurface again and I've returned to it.
0: Well, your twenties are all about like, uh, we're grown ups now. This, yeah. is what, this is the time where we're going to be a grown up. There's actually a total straddling of the two things. And I think if we approach the twenties like that a bit, a bit more, they might be a bit healthier for a lot of people because, you know, how many people go, God, my twenties, like. Black, you
1: know. Yeah, (laughs) and I think
0: that's why. Mm, Yeah, I think it's pretty, pretty interesting. Pretty interesting stuff. But yeah, I don't, I never want to shut people down when they talk about that stuff because also just because I don't necessarily relate to stuff sometimes, whether it's, you know, for me, I do, I love all that past life stuff. But like if somebody's talking about something I can't relate to or haven't experienced, they never sort of assume like, oh, because I haven't experienced it, therefore it doesn't exist yeah. because, you know, I've not experienced it. I always find that such a weird kind of place that people can come from sometimes. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's a whole other
1: freaking thing.
0: Yeah. But okay. So you've been reading this book, you're loving it.
1: Loving it. Yeah. It's, it's hard to sum it up here and talk about it, I would just urge people to read it. Um, yeah, the book is called Journey of Souls by Michael Newton. It's made me way less scared of death. Really Why has it made you less scared of death? Because it's helped me to understand the cycle that we're in, the river that we're a part of,
0: mm-hmm.
1: of life. Like a, a river of souls. Yeah. What poem are you going to read me?
0: Oh my god! I found this book on my on my mum's bookshelf, and I'm obsessed with it. It's called the Virago Book of Love Poetry. I thought, oh, it's just going to be us. We were sitting by the fire one day, and you know when you when you're sitting there, and you don't want to necessarily put the TV on or go on your phone or anything, but you don't want to like read, read. It's nice yes. to sort of have a have a flick through like an article. Or I'm not going to read it exactly as it's written because is too long okay okay but it's not known who the author is and it's called pretty i am but i am wretched pretty i am but i am wretched all on account of my husband for i neither love him nor want him and i will tell you why i am so desirous pretty i am but i am wretched because i am young a girl just grown and i ought to have a husband who would make me happy and with whom I could play and laugh all the time. Pretty I am, but I am wretched, all on account of my husband, for I neither love him nor want him. May God never save me if I love him. I do not even want to love him. Truly, when I see him, I feel so ashamed of him that I pray to death to come and kill him soon. (laughs) Pretty I am, but I am wretched, And it goes on and on like that. And it is so shocking. (laughs) It's like this bit actually sent me over the fucking edge. May God never save me if I love him. I do not even want to love him. Truly, when I see him, I feel so ashamed of him that I pray death to come and kill him. (laughs) 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 This bitch is a savage. Oh, my Um, God. So the book's really interesting. It goes through, <laughs> like, um, different types of love. So it's, like, forbidden love, bad love, good love, marital love. And it goes in all uh, all of those chapters. Wow. Um, but it is so good. And I haven't read a shit one yet. And then one of the things that I really like about it is that it's got little... Sort of two liners. I don't know. I'm really bad at this stuff. What is it a poem if it's just like two lines? Is that still just called a poem? That's a good
1: question. It like I would say so. Or... I okay, don't know. so like it
0: has stuff like this by a lady called Marie de France. Love is a wound within the body. Love is a wound within the body that has no outward sign. That's the poem. Wow. So there's stuff like that that I just love. And so much of it has been translated. So mm-hmm. the translations make it, like, brutal. Even better. <laughs> oh, my God, make it so good. And then some of them are just, like, so moving and so beautiful and so kind of, you know, wow, like, love like that, wow. Yeah. Um, and it's got a lovely picture by Diego Rivera on the front the virago book of love poetry um anyway so that's what i've been looking at it's so great to keep that around the house just to pick up so great it's changed my mind about books like that because usually i'm just like uh yeah it's going to be shit whatever mm. it just feels like unserious a book like that do you know what i mean no it's like mm. the kind of thing that you just like look at while you're on the loo or something right instead of actually it's full of like things that I will treasure never forget yeah yeah like I'm gonna definitely steal this book from my
1: mom I see that <laughs> yeah I think you already did yes <laughs> it, it is in my house <laughs> it, is. it is in the cottage now yeah I know what you mean uh I've always had that issue with short stories and I'm, ah, okay. It feels reading like a, them yeah. Or reading writing them, them. Reading okay. them. I'm like, ugh, short story. Like, why? Why not write? Why not just write the story? I don't know. But but now I've come to appreciate them because I have some compilations, and once you dive into that, you discover yeah. incredible shit.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. It's definitely taught me to not be quite so snobby about things like that. Yeah. you
1: never know. There might be a little gem in there. Exactly. And it's the same as you said about not poo-pooing other people's experiences, just because you can't relate. Let's be open. Let's discover new things and embrace new concepts. Just be open with ourselves and with others. (laughs) Yes. Be accepting of everyone. Well, should
0: we do do some news?
1: Yeah. I feel like this. Is that what you were going to say? Well, I was going to say, this is funny because you and I haven't talked in a couple of weeks and gone through so much in the last couple of weeks. And we're kind of out of the loop of doing the pod. I feel like we're just having fun and like on the ocean right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but who cares? It's that's why channel. you guys like us, right? Yeah. Cause we just kind of, cause it's like uh... having ADD over here and then we're <laughs> over there and then we're back over here. Oh, what's that?
0: Yeah. We have a beginning, we have a middle and we have an end. Everything else
1: No promises. (laughs) No, nope. We don't we have no idea where we're headed. We do know what time it is.
0: It's not world news.
1: It's not important news.
0: It's Lucy and Annabelle
1: news. What do you got for us, Annabelle? Crustacean Jones. (laughs) It always has to begin with a C. And I said we're on the ocean right now. So it worked. I am a Cancerian after all. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Okay,
0: here's my news. Okay. In case you have or haven't been following the story of Jeffrey Epstein and Jelaine Maxwell and all of their
1: shenanigans, um,
0: all of their their shenanigans, and then also all the people that are involved in their shenanigans. Bill Clinton um <laughs> plus many many others right um but unfortunately prince andrew has really shamed the country <gasps> wait i'm gonna stop right now i want you guys to hear something okay i'm taking my microphone over here sorry segue microphone is coming with me Hello. they're doing bell practice they do it every thursday night How thrilling. I just wanted you guys to hear that. Oh, God, I'm tangled in my wires. Okay. Gets me jacked every fucking time they do it. You're Um, so cute. (laughs) You love it. You just lost your mind. I actually love it. You carried the microphone across the room. (laughs) do it because I need mean, to open the window so you can hear it better. Um okay, and actually next week I'm gonna go and join in Bell practice because you are to... yeah, I'm
1: here. I think to you're now. gonna settle down in this village. I don't know if you're ever coming back.
0: <laughs> <I'm going> to... <laughs> um okay, listen, Prince Andrew. Okay, okay, okay he's yes, on, yes. He's so serious Jeffrey Epstein's little book of pedos and unfortunately uh for our country he's he has let us all down and um he has turned out to be a kiddie diddler potentially allegedly did you watch the interview that he did with ITV where he was like um actually I I couldn't have been uh sweating because when I was in the Falklands I sustained uh, severe PTSD and I actually uh I actually can't sweat so that wouldn't have been uh, wouldn't have been possible I I don't sweat
1: I heard about it
0: yeah <laughs> I, he's just lost the plot this man anyway this week a judge in New York has ruled that Prince Andrew cannot get out of this lawsuit one of the or some of the accusers are suing him for sexual abuse and it was going to be a big thing about whether he could get out of it or not well he hasn't been able to and as a result of that he has been cut the fuck off he has lo- lost all of his royal patronages he's no longer allowed to use his royal highness what? He, is not going to be able to use any palace resources, money, or otherwise. He's been stripped of all of his um naval and army, everything he's title. been cancelled. He's been really, he's been really cancelled, royally
1: cancelled.
0: Oh, yes, he has, and rightly so, because there's literally a picture of him with the woman. So, wow. It's really interesting. That would come from the
1: Queen, right?
0: Yeah. It's with the Queen's approval and agreement, the Duke of York's military affiliations and royal patronages have been returned to the Queen. The Duke of York will continue not to undertake any public duties and is defending the case as a private citizen. Oof.
1: I mean, what do you have after that? What's he going to do? He's probably going to go to jail. I'm
0: so scared about this. This is just such a fuck show. And I don't know. It's just such a nightmare. And I feel sorry, so sorry for all these girls who've just been so fucked over by these people, literally and figuratively. I know. know. And their whole lives have have been about this thing. Prince Andrew, obviously, like, what do you think about this? I think it's really interesting that she's turned around the Queen and said, like, yeah, okay, bye. Because... She could have done that, like, two years ago when this came up, mm-hmm. and she didn't, but I guess that's because no, like, official stuff was brought forward, whereas now he's, like, really in it. Right. He kind of doesn't have a choice.
1: No, she has to cover her ass, and I, I, I think... She- They weren't going to, as with most humans on the fucking planet, they don't act until they're forced, until they're in hot water and they have to cover their own ass. And and I'm sure she has a team of publicists telling her that this is what's necessary. And supposedly, I mean,
0: it's kind of talked about that he's her favourite as well. So I don't know, man. It must be really, really difficult for her. Bleak when you're the loved one of somebody who's involved in something like this. I cannot imagine how confusing. And I know, oh my god, it would be so crazy. But I thought that was interesting. I I guess I I expected him to get away with it. I expected the court to go, okay. Fine. So I didn't really think about this happening, but it's happening. No, because
1: people have been getting away with shit for so long, haven't they? Boris Johnson. Boris Johnson. What the hell is going... I mean, O.J. Simpson got away with it. Bill Clinton, you know, didn't he didn't get away with it, but he was still beloved after that. Uh, oh, after Monica? Yeah. So many people... Get away with their shit. It's a slow change, but I, and I, and, and it might not be because people have actual empathy, but people are having to cover their asses now. <laughs> right. And that is causing change as well. The queen might have felt in her heart, that's okay. We all make mistakes. I love you and I'm not going to abandon you. But she's responsible now because there's such a crackdown on abuse if you stand by, it's not enough to stand by and keep your mouth shut. If Mm. you do, you are an accomplice and you are an enabler to that abuse. That's Mm. what we're seeing more and more. I mean, people still do. It's actually something I
0: was thinking about a lot this week. There are multiple people I know in the music industry who know whether it's through one like face to face with the person who is a victim, whether they are the victim, whether they are very close to that person and know the information, but continue to associate, affiliate, support people who are known perverts, predators, abusers. It's really something that with more and more distance I get from the music industry and more and more distance I get from LA and all of that stuff, that I am really in this weird space with some people where it's like, say, for instance, a, a victim of it wants their career and wants their life so much that they are willing to allow potentially what happened to them happened to other people by Mm -hmm. not coming forward. But also I totally respect that people wouldn't want to come forward about abuse. I totally, totally respect that. I have never come forward about anything that's ever happened to me. But for me, there is a clear line where it's like I'm not gonna necessarily like cancel you online, but I am absolutely categorically not fucking with you. Or anything to do with you ever again if it's you it's a no from me if it benefits you it's a no from me and I will let that be known but it's it's tricky because it's like I know that so many of these people don't want this thing to define them and don't want it to be like the story of their life and don't want it to be all of that stuff but then I'm just like but why do you still have to gas this person up and associate with them and be a part of the thing and be like, "Oh, it's so great, love working with you, my champion, my this, my that"? When you've literally been like, either like mentally, mentally, physically, um, emotionally, financially abused by this person, it's really. I'm really like struggling at the moment. I don't know why this is coming up for me at the minute, but I've been thinking about it a lot over the last couple of weeks. I don't really know if what I'm saying is particularly making
1: any sense to you. I completely know what you mean. And I'm in the exact same spot with the high control group that I got away from. There are still people involved in that group that I considered friends of mine who Mm. have stood by the abuser. And continue Mm -hmm. to and have now Mm -hmm. become accomplices should that person be brought to justice because they have made comments like, well, it's only abuse if you are weak. (laughs) Literally, somebody said that, and I know exactly what you mean. I know who you are now. It's fine if you don't want to come forward and stand up for the injustice that you've witnessed for years, but I know who you are. And I mm. will never fuck with you. And you are never allowed in my circle ever again. Mm. I remember being young and people would talk about someone and I'd say, oh, well, I've seen them be mean to other people, but they've always been nice to me. Mm-hmm. That's what we're dealing with on the, oh. on the grown-up level now, not oh, as so children good. anymore, but now as grown-ups. That is incorrect. It's rare, <laughs>
0: it's rare that I will ever sit and say, and I know it's the same for you as well to be like, that is absolutely a wrong way to conduct yourself. But I really feel that about that particular action and that particular mindset because there are those expressions like you can tell a lot about a man by the way he treats people who can do nothing for him. Yes. You can tell a lot about a man by the way he treats his friends. Yeah. Okay. You can tell a lot, everything, everything you need to know about somebody by the way that they treat the people around them. And just because it hasn't happened to you doesn't mean jack shit. Like, is that all there is to you? Oh, it hasn't happened to me. So mm, I guess it's Spain. I it's like, like them. No. 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 Not not if you have not if you know. And that's the thing. Not if it's just like, oh, it's speculation or he said, he said wait, When it's like, no, but you
1: know, you saw it. You've seen it. You have seen or it. It happened to you. That's right. And so when you stand up for injustice, you are not standing up for yourself alone. You are standing up for everybody. Mm-hmm. I, you know what? I just watched The Last Duel. Is have you that... seen that film? No. Just came out. Matt Damon and Ben Affleck did it. Jodie Oh, Cohen.
0: shit. Yeah, yeah. I want
1: to see that. You must. Holy shit. Because it's about a woman mm-hmm. who was raped. True story from the 1300s. This woman was raped. Now, at the time, mm-hmm. women had zero rights. They were men's yeah. property. The rape was not a crime against the woman. It was a crime against the man who owned her. So, Yeah. Right. So the rape was a crime against her husband. And at the time of her trial, she was six months pregnant Mm -hmm. and they didn't know if it was from the rape or from her husband. Mm -hmm. Their argument was it couldn't have been from the rape because they asked her if she got off when she'd have sex with her husband. She said, yes. They asked her if she got off when she was raped. She said, of course I didn't. They said, well, it's a scientific fact that you can only conceive if you had an orgasm. So it couldn't have been from the rape. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That was considered science at the time. Mm -hmm. And her punishment, if she was found to be lying, was that she would be burned at the stake. And the way that they were going to duke it out was for her husband and the man who raped her to fight to the death. And God would decide who was telling the truth. So if her husband lived... Mm -hmm she would be telling the truth. If, if, if the rapist lived, she would be burned at the stake. So this the whole true, thing, I'm it was so important, this film, and so incredible to see a woman in, in that situation at that time, because she spoke up she spoke up, and every woman around her hated her. Her own mother-in-law was like, "Shame on you! You have brought nothing but shame upon this family." Many women are raped, but we don't fucking open our mouth about it because you just know better. And mm. I understand that anger at a victim who comes forward to speak up. I understand that because it oh my god, time! Um, because people yeah. don't want to confront what's happened to them, and so they're afraid that you might force that to happen and there's a quote about coming forward about abuse that is really credible and it's right here it says when we recover loudly we keep others from dying quietly
0: Mm. that is how I feel as well and I'm not saying that I'm gonna like you know bleed myself out on stone to like save everyone else at my own expense but I do think there are there are things that you can do in ways in which you can, you know, stop it happening to other people.
1: Yeah, Um, no, it's not about sacrificing yourself for others, but her point in the movie, and she says this line, what happened to me was wrong. And I'm telling mm -hmm. the truth. (laughs) If something has happened to you and you know, it's wrong and you feel that it's important for you to take a stand as part of your healing process, then you have every right to do that. And that scares people. That scares people a lot.
0: So are we saying that we think like that's what I'm trying to figure out, like what I think about it and feel about it. I can't help but feel annoyed and resentful towards the people who I know have been compromised by same people as me, but continue to associate with them and gas them up and take their money or take their business or whatever it is, I just think it's wrong. But then am I wrong for feeling that way is my my question. I don't feel, for me, that's where my moral compass kind of sits, you know.
1: If we came together more Mm. in the world and looked out for each other by Mm. shutting down injustice when we see it happening, even if it doesn't happen to us, I think if we did that more it would be a completely different experience of living. Yeah. But we don't, we don't, we don't, we just justify it by saying, well, it didn't happen to me. So it's not my, it's not my fight. Go on your merry way if that's how you feel, but. Please unsubscribe from my life. But I see you. I see who you are. I don't say that from a hoity toity pedestal. I've been that that person. Yeah. I've been that person who says, oh, well, they, you know, like I said, they they haven't done it to me. I've seen them be mean to other people, but they haven't done it to me. So I consider them a nice person. That no longer sits with me. That's not right. That's not, that's not mm-hmm. it. Sorry. Yeah.
0: And this isn't like a believe women thing, or like you guys know, like Lucy. It's not about, and- women. It's not yeah, about women. It's not about women. No, it's not. But I think it's it's important to say that because i think it can get it immediately when two, when two women talk about stuff like this i think you can get dumped into it's that it's not about
1: women in-
0: it's not about the me too movement like lucy and i you know as we as you guys know like we've we have our criticisms of that as well it's more just about i don't know all of it on the whole it's
1: not a woman thing it's not a adult thing it's just, i have uh, seen many men r- in abusive situations i've seen as many men in me abusive too situations. Yeah. And that's actually who I'm referring to in, in the, in the high control group stuff. Uh, many men come to mind where I witnessed abuses done to them. And mm. I said, well, you know, didn't happen to me. So I'm just going to keep my mouth shut and pretend like I didn't see it. Cause that's mm. easier. No, I don't want to live that way. I don't no. want to live that way.
0: I don't want to live around
1: people like that. I don't so. either yeah Gross. interesting
0: anyway so that news article got that I was already thinking about all of that stuff anyway and that kind of just like made me still think about it yeah so that's my cheery bit of news
1: <laughs> I am very interested to see what happens to Ghislaine Maxwell or whatever her name is I'm very interested she's, to see how it plays out well she's been found guilty yeah but what's her sentence like they already appealed it I don't know I don't know what's um, going to happen a death sentence because she knows everyone's secrets. She's probably I mean I heard her. she was going to get like 3 years or some shit. She she should get life. What is this? What is okay, this? Okay, this is an interesting conversation. Do you consider her also to be a victim? Well, this is interesting because at least in a narcissistic dynamic where say for instance there's a narcissistic parent, they are the one abusing the family. But Mm -hmm. the other parent is also Mm -hmm. an enabler and a Mm -hmm. Mm co-narcissist because they're allowing it and they're sacrificing their children to the abuser Mm -hmm. while at the same time they are being abused.
0: Mm. I think that she is very much also a victim. I don't think that that means that she shouldn't go to jail for what she's done and be held like completely accountable. But I definitely do consider her also a victim. Like if Jeffrey Epstein hadn't been killed, I personally think he was killed. Um, I do too. I think that she would now in this situation potentially be going against him. Mm.
1: Right. But they yeah. got to blame I mean, somebody. She was, so she's the next in line that takes the brunt of it. Oh, exactly. I, right. I
0: mean, she surely she is just going to sing. Like, surely she's just going to be like, I'm fucking taking everyone down. Yeah. So she's gonna get. She's gonna get a bad case. What of does she COVID have to she'll, lose? She'll, she'll. She'll probably get like COVID and die in prison or something. COVID inverted commas. commerce.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, my news uh, is a little different. So this comes to us from California, and it says the headline says. California twins were born 15 minutes apart, but they end up having separate birthdays in different years after being born on New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Cute. Yeah, it says twins with different birthdays like this are super rare. One in two million. One was born on New Year's Eve. At 11.45, and one was born right after the new year. So one was born in 2020 on December 31st, and one is January 1st, 2022.
0: Damn, that poor bitch. She was like, oh, (laughs) it's going to be over soon. 15
1: minutes later. Can you imagine? It's still going on. That is very sweet. And Are they boys or girls, or both? They are fraternal twins. One is a boy, and one is a girl. Okay. Yeah. So we are kind of flying by the seat of our pants today uh, through different time zones and just getting back in the saddle. So we have some fun stuff we were going to talk about today that we will save for next time. But Annabelle, are you feeling the January blues? Because I know I am. You
0: know, I've never
1: subscribed to the January blues. I am just maybe I never knew it was a thing, but it makes a lot of sense to me. And let's talk about I why. get it. People are
0: skin, they've spent all their money at Christmas. You know, they're probably feeling a bit fat because of Christmas. Yep. Probably um above. they've probably, you know, it's just another year and they're just like, fuck, here I am again. I've still got the <laughs> same fucking job. I'm living in the same shitty flat. You know, my h- husband's still a fucking garbage boy you know like it's I don't know I feel like people probably it's that new year and it's that energy of like excuse me while I say the worst coupling of words ever toxic positivity of like new year new me everything's gonna be great this is my year you know all of that stuff which is just like for some of us jack shit has changed other than the the date You know, like it's not, it's just New Year, same fucking everything. And around you, everyone's just like, now's your big chance to restart your life and boost your metabolism. Take vitamin C, go on a run, try this diet, come to our sale. Everything's 60% off. It's just like all these messages come to you and you're just overwhelmed by like January
1: bollocks. That's my new term for it. (laughs) (laughs) It's so true. And I really enjoyed through the last season, how we've been debunking a lot of things and let's debunk this here and now. Everything you just said is exactly correct. There's such bullshit around New Year's, around resolutions, around this is my year. This it's all going to happen this year. No, it's not. <laughs> No bitch, you know. It's not. Will's dad had the best reaction. We were at the dinner table and and we were going around saying fucking stupid ass New Year's resolutions. And we got to him and I said, "What about you? What's your New Year's resolution?" And he was like, "Nothing." <laughs> and I thought, I fucking love that you just said that because everyone else, including me, was like, oh, I'm going to exercise more and I'm going to send out a hundred headshots and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And he's just like, no, I'm not. I'm just going to stay the same. Yeah, Um, exactly. And that is honest and correct but we are yeah. made to feel by the collective society marketing it's just marketing, marketing. It's so marketing. Much of it. exactly Supposedly, january the 17th is meant to be
0: like the worst day blue monday it's meant to be the worst day of the year and it's oh, like, i read it was january actually... 24th
1: oh is it <laughs> whatever it's oh, all bullshit day wrong. yeah bullshit don't
0: Don't, why do people also, this is what I don't understand about January. Everyone's like, oh, I'm doing dry January. And it's like Like that. I've gone through two bottles of wine (laughs) since I got home yesterday. Why are you doing that to yourself? It is cold. You are poor from Christmas. You feel like shit. Everyone's telling you, you should feel like shit drink the wine,
1: if that's what you want to do. Exactly. I'm going to go have a glass right after this and it's lunchtime right now, but I'm going back to bed because I can. Okay. Because I'm jet lagged. (laughs) So yes, there's a lot of, if you Google it, there's many reasons why January is tricky for our mental health. One of the reasons they say is cold weather and shorter days. And that can get very affected by weather. Yeah. That can impact the hormones. And you just your body in general, it can affect your mood, as we know.
0: My mom says something to me the other day. She goes, I said to her, So, um, I also asked her a question about something. We were out on a walk. She was like, Yeah, but you know, it was about food. And she was like, But you know, when it's like bad weather, I, I really um I like to eat, you know, more kind of this type of food. And I thought to myself, why
1: do we think about good and bad weather? I know, what, Annabelle. What does that mean? What is the shit out of me when people say that a rainy mean? day is bad weather?
0: Bad weather. I hate that. No, I know. It's so funny because since I've been here, I'm obviously trying to just like juice my time. So even if it's pissing down with rain, I'm gonna put the barber on that goes down to my ankles and I'm going out for my walk because I want to be outside in the country and I want to walk through the woods and I want to see shit and like do what I came here to do, I'm not going to let rain stop me. I don't care. Unless it's like 80 mile per hour winds and I can't, I might get blown over. I'm not going to not go out. No. And then I thought during this time here, I've kind of stopped myself being allowed to think about good or bad weather. And I realized that when she said it to me. And I think that again, like it's a part of a mindset. Yes. Is a gray or cloudy or rainy day bad weather. It's just another type of weather. And you can either choose to be like negatively affected by it or not. It's
1: really up to you. Why are you and I always on the same wavelength? (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I I was in the car on the way to the airport in England and they, the weather was on and they were like, Oh, it's a terrible day outside. It's rainy and foggy. And I thought, how dare you say that about (laughs) the good, to me, that is exciting and romantic and Mm. beautiful. And I got caught in the biggest thunderstorm in Wales. And Will was like, take my jacket. You're getting soaked. I said, I don't care. I love it. I never get the chance to get out in the rain. It was so beautiful. And I just thought, oh, shame on you weather people. (laughs) Well, it's very
0: interesting, isn't it? It's another message that You know, I don't think there's some like big conspiracy. No, there's not. It's just that's the way the human mind
1: categorizes things into good and bad categories. That's just how our brain works.
0: You don't have to be freaks like us and be like, oh, yeah, it's raining. Great. I love it. Or think that anything is good or bad. You know, I actually don't really love super hot weather anymore. I find that really uncomfortable. I do, too. I don't I don't prefer it. But I wouldn't be like oh it's bad bad weather today um so I think that mindset is a big big part of that weather stuff obviously there's the vitamin d thing um and yeah I, I mean the there's scientific d, facts
1: about yeah, weather yeah, obviously totally. like,
0: and the amount of light that's in the day and all of that stuff like listen we're not we're not uh poo-pooing the science no, around, no. All of that stuff. it's just the mindset of like oh it's Raining, so it's a shit day, so I'm not gonna do X, Y, and Z.
1: But it's just um, loosen up on judgment is the bottom line in every area of life. Loosen the fuck up on judgment.
0: (laughs) Don't don't judge the weather. It's don't judge the rain.
1: (laughs) I'm glad you said that because that's hilarious. You and I we're like are we one soul split into two bodies?
0: Well, if we are, then how does it make sense that I killed you in Mexico, bitch? What's your story? Get
1: it straight. This is your penance. You're stuck with me now. <laughs> so of our souls mingled when I murdered you in Mexico by a strangulation. Oh, our, and I, and I was clawing your face. So our blood was mingling and we just made a pact with, oh my God, what are we talking about? Listen, mm-hmm. <laughs> poor nutrition is another reason why you can get depressed in January for, let think about it for a month. You've been I know I did for the entire month of December, just decided I was going to be big oh, yeah. and eat everything I wanted, drink oh, everything great. I wanted. It was so yeah. great. But then you're like, I should get back to reality, quote unquote, yeah. and like take care of myself now. Why? I want to eat a chocolate today. I'm going to do it. Why?
0: Yeah, definitely. Why don't, I think I think just like you can just taper it off, you know, it's like, yeah, you don't need to all of a sudden they do this thing in England called Veganuary, which is going vegan for January. Right. How many fucking people do you think after doing Veganuary, just go and like eat
1: fucking red meat every single day? Exactly. Ten days. Well, that's why they say dieting doesn't work is because the, to deprive yourself, to go cold Turkey off of alcohol, off of sugar, it doesn't work. You set yourself, because then you're just going to, you're going to fail and then you're going to punish yourself and you're going to feel shitty about yourself and you're going to feel depressed. It makes sense. So don't, don't, it's not black and white. You can taper off and still take care of yourself.
0: I think that is the, that is the key. I always get the panic at the beginning of January when everything all the clothes the trousers are feeling a bit tight you know even yeah. though even when you've said to yourself yeah yeah i'm gonna have a great time in december i'm gonna yeah. eat the skin is a feet. little bad there's a little breakouts <laughs> yeah yeah exactly all of that i've got all that on my face right now because you're, you're like oh i've eaten a, a twix bar every day for 30 right. days yeah but it's like just eat three twix bars a week instead of you know seven instead of 10, ten. <laughs>
1: it also is like
0: paper off and I think that's why people get depressed in January as well because they start saying like oh I should stop spending and I should go vegan and I should Mm -hmm. stop drinking and then they do and then they feel depressed because they like haven't done it or they failed at doing it yeah it's okay if you didn't stick to your new year's resolution as long as you wake up again tomorrow and give it a go if that's what you want to do That's good enough.
1: Every day's a new day, exactly. And it says that's what's next on this list of why we feel depressed is weekly held resolutions. We often decide that from January 1, we're going to be an entirely different person. So many resolutions are either totally abandoned or loosely stuck to, leaving us feeling down about our strength of willpower. Mm. Yeah, you're setting yourself up for failure. Exactly. Financial issues have people feeling depressed you spent all this money feeling so generous in the last month and now the bills are coming in and you've got to play catch up i totally understand and you've that and you spent
0: all your money on twixes that's right
1: twixes. i don't think you need to say the is is part on the end if it's plural twix i think it's just twix okay twix <laughs> so look get outside in the sunlight if you can, uh, if there is any. Is there any sunlight there in England today? Yeah, it's been so beautiful the last couple days. Oh, lovely. It's It's been been... frigid, but like stunned. It was freezing. Return to healthier eating patterns. And again, it doesn't mean you need to cold turkey anything. Just maybe, you know, have a salad for lunch or something before you have your Twix at night. They're also saying try something new. Try something new. And Just also, something new, yeah, there was another article where they said, and I liked this, stop doing one thing that you don't enjoy. I like that. Oh my God. That's great. I know. Oh, fuck. What would yours be? <sighs> this podcast. <laughs> you fucking bitch. Uh, uh, uh.
0: Mine's gonna be brushing my teeth. I'm bored of it. I'm tired of it. I'm sick of doing it today. I don't want to do it anymore. Cold turkey, no more brushing. (laughs) This January, I am not brushing my teeth.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm sick of fluoride, and I am not brushing my teeth. Imagine, Um, imagine. One thing that I am going to stop doing because I don't enjoy it is answering the phone.
0: Well, I've been doing that for over a year now.
1: So that's one thing I'm going to try and start doing. Yeah, you're in a little different boat there. You're trying to return to life, not back away from it. <laughs>
0: uh, okay, so you're going to stop answering the phone. Um, I'm Lucy, going... I don't think I can
1: condone that one. All right, fine. <laughs> I'm going to stop leaving my house late so that I'm freaking out in traffic. Yes so good I hate doing that and I already did something good with my scheduling where I usually schedule myself like a half hour between meetings and that's Mm -hmm. just recipe for failure because I will always be late so where are
0: you getting where are you getting in LA in half an hour I know it's
1: so stupid it's like doesn't even make sense so with my new schedule, I have allowed myself an hour in between any meeting. That's my rule. One hour so that I Obsessed. have time to rest, chill out. So that's something I'm going to stop doing because I don't enjoy it being late and rushing. <gasps> and that, I love that. that. That adrenaline rush that mm-hmm. you feel when you're late, you're always on edge. It's actually terrible for your health and you're going to make yourself sick. And I don't want to die early because I'm always sitting in traffic and late. So you know what? I'm reclaiming my life. The irony of dying
0: early from being late would be so wow. fantastic, you know. Though so I, I have to say, end. yeah, if you were con- if you were considering maybe continuing to be
1: late, <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry, honestly, that one. okay.
0: What's no, when I think, get honestly, one thing? Honestly,
1: yeah. What's your yeah. What's your serious one? Okay, so this is
0: coming to you now, and it's from my experience of the last few weeks. Is that, however hard it is for me to say that I don't want to do something or that I do want to do something that isn't necessarily what other people want me to do or what's expected of me, I'm I'm no longer going to subscribe to that. So if I'm uncomfortable and something's not working for me, I'm not going to be a bitch about it, but I'm going to say, hey, this... I, this isn't jiving with me this
1: is in the way that
0: I in the way that I thought it would. It's not because of you. It's everything is great that you're doing, or everything is great about the situation, or what, or maybe it's not. But for me, like in the situation I'm talking about, nobody has done anything wrong. I just need something different than what I thought I did, mm-hmm. and it was so hard, and I was so nervous. Uh, whatever. I'm referring to coming to the cottage and leaving my family's house. Right. It wasn't working for me being at my family's house. I was meant to be staying there. Right. And I felt so scared and so nervous about talking about it because I didn't want to upset anyone. And I didn't want to offend anyone. I didn't want anyone's feelings and nobody was doing anything wrong. Mm -mm. There was no incident that happened. There was no anything, but it was so hard for me to say, Hey guys, I want to go back to the cottage. I'm finding it hard to relax. And this just isn't working for me, but because of me, not because of anyone else. Mm-hmm. The relief I felt when I did that, I feel like I kind of like broke the habit of a lifetime a little bit.
1: Congratulations, that's huge. Because it's and it felt gonna, good. It's you doing it in one instance just is going to mm-hmm. bring in so much growth.
0: Set the tone. Yes. Yeah. And I think the thing that I said which I really stood by at the time and hoped was true, but, you know, you never really know, you are know, you know, I'm not predicting the future. Is. I said, I think if I go and stay at the cottage, it's actually really going to help me be the best version of myself. And I think that's going to benefit me and also benefit everyone around me because I'm actually going to be a, a much nicer, happier person, more well-rounded, healthier.
1: Yeah.
0: And... I think the action of all of it made me the best version of me because I had to be the best version of me to navigate the situation.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And I think people really responded to that positively. And I thought that was an interesting little lesson. Taking responsibility as well, it was a big part of it. Not being like, you've done this and I don't like this and this and this and this and this and this. It was like very much my I don't want to say problem because it wasn't a problem, but, mm-hmm. um, but that's kind of what I want to be a little bit practicing this year. I think that's really, I guess big. that's self-awareness as well. Uh, it's sort of having the ability to speak up for yourself and advocate yes. for yourself in a situation like that, but it's also about being a bit tuned into self-awareness of like, it okay, is.
1: like you with your scheduling. Yeah. And not working for me. What you, what you just shared, I, wrote about in my journal this morning and a new boundary that I'm going to practice is saying no much quicker. When I know that something isn't right for me, say no much quicker because as it's been this last year, I will say no to things, but The amount of time it takes me to stress over it and torture myself over, am I making the right call? Why? (sighs) It's it's such a waste. And then with the things that I do want to say yes to, I'm going to try to make it my my rule that I say, let me think about this overnight and I'll give you my answer tomorrow. We're so quick to not say no when we should, when we know we want to, and then say yes so quickly without really paying attention, Mm -hmm. self awareness Mm -hmm. to how it's making us feel.
0: And thinking maybe, okay, I want to say yes, but here are some things I need to be aware of for myself and other people before going into the situation. I think is what giving yourself that little bit of time gives you. Do you find that you will sometimes? actually I think I already know the answer to this question but anyway I think we talked about it when you like be like oh I'll do this and I'll do this and I'll do this like I'm not going to do this but I'll do these three other things instead to make up for this one thing that I won't do and it's like I haven't thought any of this through Mm -hmm. first of all I don't (laughs) need to do the three other things second of all I actually don't know that I can Uh and I don't want to yeah (laughs) (laughs) so so why have I just said Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll. Like, you know. who are you bargaining with? <laughs> For what? Why? Just say no, bitch. Say no.
1: Thanks, but no. Or I'll know you that know. I Maybe. can't, but I'll be like, oh, I don't think I can, but let me give you an answer in a little while. Like, I just yeah, need to check I'm really on trying something. To stop doing that. <laughs> going, no, I don't think I can. Like, no, I know I
0: can't. So, I no, it. I can't do that, but thank you. <laughs> yeah okay I love
1: that that's that's very inspiring what you said yeah you too um and just um one other thing on here that I that I like is that um they say something to do to feel better is not clean your house but it says clean out one area of your house love it I like that because that's doable yeah can, that's what i can... have
0: to do this week when i was clearing out my mom's house well as you... soon as i saw looking looking around i was like whoa, whoa. <laughs> i
1: need
0: mean, so i need an ambulance um overwhelming if you i can... just literally looked at one surface i could do it yeah like and you can
1: handle could... cleaning out your sock drawer or the yeah, silverware totally. drawer And that's it. That's that's all you do today. And tomorrow it might be the pots and pans. But one thing instead of, all right, 2022, I'm going to redo the whole house. And then you don't. You feel bad about yourself. Let's get rid of that. Let's bring it back, reel it back in to the doable things.
0: And then when you look at that sock drawer or that one area that you did, it's going to make you feel so happy that it's going to make you want to do another area. Exactly. Love
1: it. Well, we're back officially.
0: And while we're speaking about scheduling and boundaries, we have decided that we are going to do an episode every other week instead of every week because that just works better for us. And we think that we'll be our best selves for you and for us if we do that.
1: Yeah, exactly. We're still here for you. The show is headed for exciting places and we will be coming to you every other week with brand new episodes and surprise guests and very important factual news and everything that you've come to love about the Lucy and Annabelle show. Annabelle's incessant cussing and my geeking out over mushrooms and spiders, everything and of wolves. Um, so we want to hear from you. We didn't do listener feedback this week because, you know, you've all been hibernating and so have we, <laughs> yeah, we've all been hibernating, but you can call us. We've got our hotline. The number is an American number. So it's 1-805-836- Two nine five zero. Call us, leave us a voicemail. You can email us at the Lucy and Annabelle show at gmail.com. And if you love this podcast, pass it on to your friends and please rate and review us and subscribe. We're on iTunes, uh, Spotify, YouTube, everywhere you like to listen. And if you rate us, it really helps us
0: because it boosts the show and then we can reach more people. And that's just going to be good for everyone. Yeah. So thank you. We're glad to be back. So glad to be back. I'm so glad to be back. Me Love too. It. I'm so excited. Me too. And part of that means that we're actually going to be able to keep up with uploading the videos onto the YouTube. So I think it's going to be really good. I'm glad that you suggested that Lucy and um, I'm, I think it's a great great way to meet.
1: And that was scary for me to say. That was a a scary thing for me to express that I I needed. Were you expecting me to not be chill about it? No, I mean, I've, I knew that, but I don't want to let you down because Mm. I know. And of course I want to do it like every day with you. You're my favorite (laughs) person to talk with. I'm obsessed with talking with you. It's not that at all. It's just, feasibly being realistic with what I can handle at this time and in what I'm doing but I just didn't want to make you sad because I know that our talks are important to us every week you made me happy you didn't make me sad you always make me happy
0: you always make me happy why did you wince when you said it then
1: (laughs) because I'm lying (laughs)
0: You better watch out. I'm going to try and kill you again. You bitch.
1: You never know. I might get you back in this life. Better watch out. No, that's that's not the point of this life for me. I'm not going to be murdered by anyone this time. Well. I'll be the judge of that.
0: (laughs) Whoa, your voice sounded really weird and scary when you said that. I'm leaving. Whoa,
1: okay. Um... Just send me my, I love you too. Happy New Year. I was going to say send me my fucking scarf. Listen, you guys, Annabelle has had my scarf for a month now. I bought it from her Depop page or whatever you sell your clothes on. And she said, oh yeah, I'll bring it to England for you. And then Mm -hmm. we never saw each other. And now you have the scarf in England and I'm back in America. So it's going to cost like double what I paid for it for you to ship it. So you I texted know you about that scarf and your
0: address so many fucking times. Once and then you text no, I would put literally pull up the receipts. I texted you like three fucking times about it. And then you said to me literally like the day before Christmas Eve, can you send me the scarf? I was like, no, bitch, I cannot. Are you thinking I'm gonna go to the post office today? Are you out of your mind? No, I'll bring it back. You can have it in March and use it next year
1: great I'm can't kidding. wait love it no i'm gonna send it to you. Going to send <laughs> no it to you. please don't it's no i do i point. have to go no i have to go to the office. i'm gonna send it to you i, I need call. to see you in it let me know what you spend and i will reimburse you <laughs> <laughs> anyway,
0: what the fucking way all right honey have a great day okay i'm going back
1: to bed love you all
0: love you love you